Hello friends, Mel Jeffcoat here. It is 8.03 p.m. on a Thursday. And today I'm getting back to Zettelkasten Thursday, which I did not do last week because I was doing the uh, uh, plein air paint out and recording during that. So if you have not been tuning in up till now, Zettelkasten Thursday is when I pull a card or series of cards from my analog Zettelkasten, which is a note box where I keep my thoughts and um, ponderings as I read things, or even sometimes thoughts that are not sparked by reading. So the card that I pulled out today, actually it's a, a whole series of cards, it was in response to reading the very beginning of a book called Alone Together by Sherry Turkle. And this book explores the relationship of technology and artificial intelligence and robotics uh, with um, humanity and the way people interact with it. Now, this book was published in 2011. So uh, it is her thoughts on the state of things at that time. But in the introduction, she talks about taking her 14-year-old daughter to uh, the Darwin exhibit at the American Museum of Natural History. Um, and there was a special exhibit there where uh, some Galapagos tortoises had been brought in for people to look at. So I'm just going to read this couple paragraphs here from the book. At the exhibit's entrance were two giant tortoises from the Galapagos Islands, the best known inhabitants of the archipelago where Darwin did his most famous investigation. The museum had been advertising these tortoises as wonders, curiosities, and marvels. Here, among the plastic models at the museum, was the life that Darwin saw more than a century and a half ago. One tortoise was hidden from view. The other rested in its cage, utterly still. Rebecca, that's her daughter, inspected the visible tortoise thoughtfully for a while, and then said matter-of-factly, they could have used a robot. I was taken aback and asked what she meant. She said she thought it was a shame to bring the turtle all this way from its island home in the Pacific when it was just going to sit there in the museum, motionless, doing nothing. Rebecca was both concerned for the imprisoned turtle and unmoved by its authenticity. She then proceeds to uh, pass the time by asking all of the people around her what they thought about that, whether it would be better off as a robot or or if uh, the turtle being alive was meaningful to them. And she reports that in general the children would had a preference for robots, um, saying that uh, the water looked dirty and that was gross, so a robot would be cleaner. Uh, a 12-year-old girl was adamant, she said. For what the turtles do, you didn't have to have the live ones. Her father looked at her mystified. 
but the point is that they are real. That's the whole point. And she goes on to, to talk about this. And, and just a little bit later on, she says, I found the children's position strangely unsettling. For them, in this context, aliveness seemed to have no intrinsic value. Rather, it is useful only if needed for a specific purpose. So that is what I was reacting to when I wrote my cards. And I thought that she was a bit off the mark as far as this experience was, because the question of does life has, have intrinsic value, um, she seems to be couching that in terms of does it have intrinsic value to the people observing it? Uh, whereas my thought, and I think at least some of the children were thinking of the uh, inconvenience to these tortoises and you know what about their intrinsic value and I'm going to read what I wrote this was um, April of 2022 so like a year and a half ago or so so I'm not convinced of life having no intrinsic value for me, the aliveness and agency of other beings is incredibly valuable. What right do we have to put Galapagos tortoises in a cage and transport them thousands of miles to be gawked at by museum visitors? Robots or video would accomplish the same thing without inconveniencing the tortoises. Can you really say that a creature removed from its environment is authentic? I would consider video or simulation or drawings or paintings for that matter of the creature in context living its natural life to be more authentic than the same creature sitting listlessly in a cage. And then I continued on in another card. There is an intrinsic value to aliveness. Interacting with something alive, and especially able to think, is qualitatively different from handling something inert. But, for example, the impression left by a wild animal free in its own environment is not the same as that animal captive. The captive animal is simply a representation of the experience in its native state, not the experience itself. So I think what this author was missing was that she was only considering the equation from the human perspective. And if you take a look at the, this whole um, experience that she recounted, giving the animals the same degree of of um, agency and aliveness as the people looking at them, then you can see where you can see where people might want uh, or might prefer robots or or other simulations in this uh, situation, and it doesn't have anything to do with not valuing aliveness. 
So I felt like she was a bit off the mark here. She goes on. The rest of the book's pretty good. Um, although I didn't really react to, to too many other parts to it. So I guess that, that one bit in the introduction got me going, and I wrote a bunch of cards, and then the later ones are just sort of like, yep. Uh, but she goes on to talk about uh, situations like robotic pets for the elderly and um, how that seems to help with loneliness. But, you know, it's, it's sort of a sad thing where people are so lonely that even a robotic stuffed animal that kind of acts like a, a real animal is enough to to help like I think I think that it, for people who are not lonely who have plenty of, of human good human interaction and interaction with other animals sure I don't think that people in that situation would find the ro robotic animals to be more than just an amusing diversion because I, I don't think that they can really fill that hole and the fact that they seem to to some extent is to me more of a suggestion of how deep the hole is for many people than than to the suitability of these things to actually fill the hole. But um, that's my opinion. And I would be interested in hearing anybody else's opinion. I know I know I know some people who are very interested in AI and, and the possibilities there. So I would certainly uh, welcome any pushback, any discussion that might happen. Um, you can get in touch with me if you don't know already, mel at industrialalchemy.com, and look forward to hearing from anybody. And until next time, keep exploring. <laughs>